All right, let's get ready to rock. Everybody, welcome. This is a monumental day. This is underdogs. Let's get the necessaries out of the way. I am David Patrick Fleming. He is Jacob Beeman. Jacob, there are so many days in your life that are meaningless, that it's just sun up, sun down, take a dump, eat a grilled cheese, go to bed. So many forgotten moments, hours and minutes, but not today, my friend. Today is a day that we will remember for the rest of our lives. It is a huge day. Today is July 30th, 2021. It is the return of the Toronto Blue Jays, home to Toronto in the Rogers Center. They haven't been here for 670 days. The last time that the Blue Jays were in the Rogers Center, the pitcher was Clay Buckles. Luke Maley was on that team. Think about those names whenever you want to get down on anybody on the team this year. Think about Clay Buckles and Luke Maley. That's how long this has been. And on top of that all, Jacob and I are going to the game tonight. This is the first time, obviously, and maybe people don't know this. Maybe they do. I don't give a damn. This is the first time. Jacob and I will have been to the Rogers Center since we even started doing this podcast. This is a a pandemic podcast. Oh, yeah. We are headed there tonight, and I only have one question, and it is the most important question. Jacob, am I getting the Delta variant tonight? Yeah, baby. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Are we worried? Are we concerned about the Delta variant? Well... I mean, it's on the back of my mind, but as it is with any AstraZeneca uh, client, you know, that's basically an ineffective vaccine. But we are heading in there. 15,000 people are waddling up the ramp to the Rogers Center to watch these Blue Jays in their home debut against the Kansas City Royals. We're going to watch. Is it Ross Stripling? That's official. It is Ross Stripling. It's Ross, baby. Fuck. Jacob, he's going to bear it all. He's going to strip it down. Strip, strip, strip off your masks. Uh, What I think we should do, and I think not just me and you, I think everybody, I think every Blue Jays player's first at bat gets a standing ovation. Okay. What what do you think about that? I think that's a great idea. You think that's overkill? Um, If you had to set an over or under for how many times you glance over to your left or your right where I am standing and you notice I am overcome with emotion and welling with tears in my eyes and kind of laugh, trying to laugh so that I don't openly sob. Hmm. What do you think that over under would be? I think it's going to be some big numbers in the first inning. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm going to say three in the first inning and then it's really going to depend if there's a big exciting moment that the blue jays triumph in so like if there's like they're down or something or vladdy smokes a bomb (laughs) and the place just lights up and like he's running around i'm getting goosebumps right now i'm saying here's one for me uh i'm gonna say that then there's a chance for a couple more so let's just go over 4.5 okay 
Yeah. I'll take the over. I'll take I'll take the over on 4.5. It also depends on what you drink and how much you drink. Like if you're drinking wine, I'll take the over on 4.5. If you drink beer, uh, I think you're going to get in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> why? Who am I fighting and why? You're going to fight somebody who tells you to sit down and you're going to be there because you're going to be all welled up looking out at the team and you're going to be feeling really vulnerable and some douchebag behind you is going to be like, sit the fuck down, buddy. And you're not going to know how, like, because you haven't been in a situation like this in years. So you're not really going to know what to do. And you're going to mouth off to some degree. Or you're going to, maybe you'll throw a can. I'm not sure. Mm. Uh, and then it's just going to be a fight. Fuck, man. I'm getting like, I'm getting excited about the idea of fighting now. <laughs> I don't even care about the game. This is just like a good place to go fight. You know, it's sort of indoors, but the, the roof should be open and we can just fight. <laughs> um, oddly enough, it's not even warm tonight. So you got to get you get it ready. It's going to feel like playoff baseball. It's like 18 degrees tonight. 17, I like 18 that. degrees. So do I. It's going to we're going to be. We're not gonna be able to see your breath, but there was gonna be a chill in the air. I get to wear pants. That's I was thinking about like how I would feel not cool wearing shorts today. Yeah. You can't wear like a jersey and shorts. A jersey and shorts is one of the worst looks I can think of. Yeah. I don't think it 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 wouldn't it wouldn't hang well. I just got some some more shorts. I got some more sweat shorts. Brittany got me some sweat shorts from H and M yesterday in exchange for some uh, cheap T shirts that I bought there that don't fit very well. Like because it seems like someone made it. Um, you know, looking at a looking at a like a picture that someone drew of a T shirt and like a body and was like this should work uh, these are the right proportions it's just like that shape and then i put it on and like y- you know it's like the 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 sleeve is too short the 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 part goes up into your armpit you know and it's like mm-hmm. tight there it's it, it's all bad so like don't buy the 7.99 t-shirts at H&M this week it's not worth it don't buy those and don't wear jerseys and shorts. And in fact, if you wear jersey shorts and sandals, you can take those sandals, move one foot in front of the other and walk right off a bridge. Okay. Do not, do not do that. Okay. But dude, that's what I wear when I walk the dog. Okay. Like, well, you can walk in right into a fire pit then. There's going to be a ton of people that are listening right now. They're like, uh, I'm going to the game tonight and I'm where that's what I had planned. I got these shorts on already. Okay. Well, those people can walk right up to the 500 level, climb up onto the top of the stadium and slide off of it. I've got to I've got to give a quick shout out. Um we are going to this game because we got uh we got messaged on Twitter in our direct messages with fans of the show who were able to get tickets. They know how much we wanted to go. They wanted to to see us at the game and we are going because of 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 the great fans of underdogs because of you listening right now. And uh I I I I was I, basically like it, it was now or never because I have to go away tomorrow. I was supposed to go away today. Brittany's already in a car. She's already halfway to, to Manitoulin Island, six hours north of here. And I said, I'm going to this game. And she said, you're not coming to Manitoulin then. And I said, okay, I guess that's how it goes. But we work things out. She's driving up with her parents. I'm going to take our car alone and drive by myself, which is great. You know, I probably 
listen to some hopefully there's a game on during the drive to anyway uh, i always say i'm i, I I had it, it was I'm going away for a week so I would be coming back and like all of the hype would be gone and all the excitement I would be there like crying by myself and everyone would be like this is old news like what are you yeah, doing we all cried buddy? last week yeah. that doesn't sound like you worked that out with Brittany that sounds like the the beginnings of a breakup actually the fact she's traveling with her parents the fact that you have to go on your own the fact that she's disgruntled about this this is a that's the beginning of the end mm, well the things that you sacrifice for baseball, you know, they say ball is life. So when the Blue Jays lose eight to one tonight to the Kansas City Royals, are you going to yell out to Vladdy? Because we're sitting by the first baseline, everybody, just to say. So we're like in earshot of Vladdy. Uh, are you going to yell out that he cost you your relationship and your life? Yeah, I guess so. I feel like he'll understand it. Well, he will if you Google translate it into Spanish when you yell it. <laughs> Hey, Hector! Could, <laughs> Hector, can you pass this on to Vladdy? <laughs> I've ruined my life for this! <laughs> All right, let's I don't know where this. to sleep anymore! <laughs> can you oh. get me a room in that hotel? <laughs> uh. Uh, okay, we're Jacob gonna. We're, <laughs> uh, Jacob, one of you don't know. Let's give a little bit of uh, a state of state of the union. So today is trade deadline day. What, what is it right now? Like eleven thirty? It's eleven thirty. The trade deadline Eastern. ends at four p.m. Yeah, Eastern. This is Toronto, everybody. Well, I, I was time. just in BC, so I don't want anyone in case anyone. Oh, knew nice. Something. Oh, please tell us about your trip, Jacob. You obviously want to. You just brought it up completely unprompted <laughs> what do you mean unprompted i'm just saying the time here is I'm, I'm i'm still messed up with the time is all i'm saying i was up till 4 a.m last night because i popped on this documentary yeah, 1 a.m you're fucking addicted to shrooms and you eat them every night <laughs> okay so it is 11:30 eastern time the trade deadline is 4 p.m things are already starting to move and shake and the the big players are making big moves and the league is changing in front of our eyes um, moving up to this week, you know, after the all-star game, it was the Jays go off on the Texas Rangers and then they kind of shit the bed against the Red Sox. And then they luckily get one of those games rained out. That's going to be played next month. Um, and then they have this four game series against the Red Sox where another game was rained out. So they had to play uh seven inning double headers and they split that series. But last night they made a statement on coming home. They went off. 13 to one. Uh, they beat the Red Sox last night. Ryu on the mound. Uh, amazing. I'm such a, such a great way because I was starting to think like, Oh, this is going to be just like a wet dump coming home. Like they're just going to start dropping games. They're going to be out of it. And who knows what the trade trade deadline will bring, but it's exciting. Now this is really exciting. It's exciting to take that momentum. 13 one. You've got, Big moves being made. The Red Sox pick up Kyle Schwarber, which Jacob doesn't think is a big deal, but I think that it's definitely uh, a piece to be considered. Would you have said uh, yeah. that? Would you have been at all concerned about it if he didn't like homer like 10 or 20 games in a row earlier this summer and it was just like old Kyle Schwarber from the Cubbies? 
Are you asking me, would I be concerned about it if Kyle Schwarber wasn't a really good home run hitter? No, no. I think it is because he's a home run hitter that I am concerned about it. Yes. Uh, so yes, <laughs> you, you're, you're right. Because Kyle Schwarber is a good baseball player, that's why I'm worried about it. I'm, I'm asking uh, if... if, if- <laughs> Pre this summer, if he would, if you would, you wouldn't even want Kyle, Sch- Kyle Schwarber on your team. Like if they, if the Blue Jays signed him in the offseason, you'd be like, ah, Schwarber, um, no. That was actually Jacob, not me. I know that sounded exactly like me. Uh, I wouldn't have thought before this summer that the Red Sox were even in this position. But because they get Alex Cora back and he always finds a new way to cheat and they found a way to be at the top of the AL East and their team's fucking really annoying to play, especially offensively, Mm -hmm. then I just think that Alex Cora is one of those guys that or his team around him, whatever, can make guys more effective than they should be. And I think he can take a guy like Kyle Schwarber and make him effective because and he also has the potential to just be that naturally. Yeah. New York Yankees go out and get Joey fucking Gallo and Anthony Rizzo. Get probably the two best, at least two best, like left-handed bats that are uh, available, and they're gonna boost their offense, which has been just dog shit. Even though they're ahead of the Blue Jays, just winning games, and that's really frustrating because you kind of tried to count them out already. And then the big move so far, I'm gonna put somewhat of quotes on that. The big move that the Blue Jays make is they go out and they get. Brad Hand from the Washington Nationals, and they traded him for catching prospect 17 on the Blue Jays um, prospect list. Riley Adams, he's a catcher. Blue Jays get a bunch of catchers. It's fine. Brad Hand used to be, not very long ago, even last year, he was quite elite, but he he used to be one of the best relievers in baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was with the Padres, he was kind of this high leverage guy that was just being put in all these situations, striking everybody out. He was super dominant. And then he kind of moved into more closers, closing roles when uh, uh, he got traded to the he Indians. In Cleveland? Yeah, that's what yeah, I was, he played that's what in I was Cleveland. Thinking. Played in Cleveland for two years. And then he signed a one-year deal with the Nationals for $10.5 million. And then the, now the Blue Jays, Got him. Uh, he's had a real bad month of July. So mm-hmm. I wonder, it, it, uh, apparently his slider is bad. And when somebody's slider is bad uh, during this time of the year in 2021, it makes you think that maybe they were using some sticky stuff. And that's not judgment. Like, oh, he's bad. It just happens to be. He's one of those guys, perhaps, that was getting benefit off of using sticky stuff. So what a bad season for Brad Hand looks like. It's a three and a half ERA. So he's still very much welcome into our bullpen. And I imagine he's, do you think, is he going to be our closer? I think so. I don't know. I imagine that it'll, it'll, it, it, I feel like they, they will, you know, mix it up. You know, that maybe Romano close the first opportunity and then, or save the first opportunity. And then the next night it'll be Hand because, because, Romano can't work two nights in a row or something like kind of that kind of thing will happen and then it'll just be up in the air whoever whoever they kind of like and and then it'll go from there is my guess but I I personally I think it's great I would rather him than Romano I want Romano coming in like we talked about last episode coming in like that super intense moment uh you know, like we got, I don't know, we got a two-run lead. The bases are juiced and, and Ryu's coming out in the seventh or something or the sixth. You know, I know a lot of the time lately it's been Simber coming in or Richards coming in for the like that like big moment to like get the clean up what the mess the starter might be in at the end of their rope, which I think is actually a good place for those guys coming in. 
but you know, or maybe it's the it's the eight. Then we got uh, Devers, Rod, uh, you know, Bogarts, and and JD Martinez coming up, and it's like, well, let's get Romano in here, and uh, we we know we got Hand, who's like a ninth inning dude. That's like been his thing, you know. How many how many saves he got? He's got the mo- or like third most 20, in the, since twenty seventeen. This year so far, he is twenty one, and he's on. You know, the Nationals aren't great. Yeah. Um, also to say, I don't know if we said this, he's a lefty. I don't know what his splits are like. I don't know like what he's like against righties, but you know, sure. I'm guessing if against... he's a closer, it's probably good on both sides. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's tough to know when you're most effective, like your out pitch, your slider is not working for you. Sure. And you know, there's no shortage of uh, big right-handed bats in the AL East, but it is interesting that the Yankees just got two lefties because I would imagine that Brad Hand is better against lefties. But again, just taking a guess, just shooting that out there into the night sky. Well, but another thing too, like you think about the good pitchers on our team, um, other than Ryu, I feel like sliders are where it's at for our team, you know? And if, if they got an idea that he's a slider guy his slider's not working you i just feel like they have seen the video they know exactly what he needs to change they're gonna bring him in and and he'll go back to being lights out and they're gonna look like fucking geniuses because they get this guy for nothing why are is the are the blue jays taking some of his money because you said that last night he makes a lot of money for a reliever who cares well i mean it's like five million bucks not nothing he would be the highest paid reliever on the team great he deserves to be um, I don't know if he can, if he just shows up, like gets off the plane and, and Pete Walker says, here's what's wrong with your slider. And he's like, Oh, and now he goes out that night and is elite. He already texted uh, I, him. I think it, he texted it takes, him. It takes more time than that. It's going to take him more time. It took fucking Ryu and entire, not Ryu, uh, Robbie Ray, like an entire off season really to work at least a couple. I mean, he got good at the end of last year when he came to Toronto, but then he got real good, uh, this year. But when the trade deadline happened last season, Pete Walker texted Robbie Ray and just said, throw it in the zone. Throw, yo, hey, hey, it's Pete Walker from uh, Toronto. I'm the pitching coach. Uh, Saw you on Zoom the other day. Nice to meet you. Uh, First order of business, throw that fastball as much as possible. Just slam it in there 60%. The rest of the time, just throw the slider. It doesn't matter. Just throw it in the zone and we'll be good. Second order of business. How do you feel about me sending a dick pic? (laughs) (laughs) Um, so it feels like the Blue Jays are on the the weaker side of the trade trade deadline so far. Now there's all these rumors going on about the Blue Jays being in on Jose Barrios, who's fuck. I almost said Barrios. All these guys on Sportsnet keep saying Barrios, Jose Barrios. It's a ridiculous way to pronounce his name, and they keep doing it, and no one's correcting them. So fuck off. It's Barrios. It's also been a, season, a full season of Semyon versus Simeon, and like they can't decide. Like some people say Semyon, some people still say Simeon or Semyon. Like, like can't can't they have like a, a board meeting at Sportsnet and just be like, all right, let's uh, let's figure out these names, everybody. We're gonna uh, let's let's talk to Marcus. Let's get it from the from the horse's mouth, and we'll and we'll uh, we'll pronounce his name, even if it's not right. We'll we'll all pronounce it the same way. How about we get on on page here? No. Yeah, the half of them are. I, what I don't get is how you mispronounce somebody's name and then hear it being pronounced by somebody who's more in the know than you over and over again, and that you stick your guns and say, "I'm just gonna keep saying Barrios because it feels good in my mouth." Uh, so Jose Barrios, who is 
uh, a legit starter. He would be such a welcome addition to this team. He plays for the Twins. The Twins suck, but obviously the Blue Jays are not the only team that are in on Barrios. Uh, Jacob, if the Blue Jays can land that fish, Barrios, do they win the trade deadline in the AL East? Uh, no. Assuming that the Yankees and Red Sox make no more moves. Um, I, I mean, that's hard to say. The AL East, maybe. Um, I, I just a, as a bit of an update here, this, of course, this is going to be moot, but an update for you, David, uh, Jason Stark has just reported to on MLB network that the Jays are willing to discuss Nate Pearson and a potential Barrios deal. So there's that. Right. I had this thing where I was going to talk about the addition of Nate Pearson to the bullpen. I going to do that now. Well, we can still do that. I'm just saying no, that I'm done. Uh, I'm done. it's good to know what, uh, well, it sounds like things are heating up, and uh, there's a lot of teams in on on uh, Barrios right now. And you know what? That actually, it's a crazy thing to say because it, a last off season, not not going into 2021, the off season going into 2020, we thought Nate Pearson was God. Yeah, and we were so excited for him, and you know that just went away so fast. And then him coming up again this year and just looking like cat food. Uh, <laughs> change that. And then Manoa coming up and he's a little bit more exciting, I guess. I'd rather give Nate Pearson for Brios and not that that's the only piece that they would ask for, but if that keeps you away from uh, Martin Mourinho or Elvis Martinez, yep. uh, Groshans, I guess, uh, if it keeps you away from those guys, mm, I like that better. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think it could be almost straight up. I I would think, like, even even still, like, Pearson's still a top twenty prospect. You know, top top I, fifteen or top ten. Like he he he. Yeah, he struggled, but he's still he still does the same stuff that got him where he is now. I just don't see anywhere where it's just Pearson, based on the fact that it's like it's a bidding war right now with all these other teams. And I think that, well, I don't think I'm not, I'm not saying you'd have to give up another top 20 prospect, but you'd have to give up something else. There's no way it's just straight up for Nate Pearson. That could be outbid by another team fairly easily. I feel. Well, I mean, potentially I I'm guessing though, if they're at the point where they're including Nate Pearson, they don't want to get outbid. And they're saying, look, this is our number one prospect. This is the best we've got. Maybe not anymore. Maybe people don't see it that way. But up until last, up until this season, and still, I think even if we're looking at the rankings of Blue Jays prospects, Nate Pearson's still at the top until they redo whatever. So, like, yeah, but they've all seen him. It's not like if you try to sell me a Ferrari and I was like, "Hey, Jacob, there's no engine in this," um, then you'd be like, "No, no, uh, I'm getting the engine. It's coming in. It's coming in next week." You know, they've seen Nate Pearson come up and not be good. They've seen him have this groin, this hernia. They're obviously going to have questions like, can he ever be a starter? Or is he now relegated to the bullpen because he has a sports hernia in his groin? And like, how bad of a thing is this? Can you, as a side note, can you explain to me what a sports hernia is? People keep saying that. And I'm like, what is that? You go out, you play some sports. And then you go, owie, my groin. And then you go to the doctor and then you go into a CAT scan and there's some grayness in that area and they go, hernia. 
And then the person that they're uh, okay, but what is a hernia? Says, is I it play a, sports. Is it a butt thing? No, it's not a. You're thinking a hemorrhoid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so hernia's got nothing to do with buttholes. No, I mean, I maybe you can get a hernia in your butthole. I'm not really sure, but uh, it's not a butt thing. Okay. Like they're not. No, it's not just like national news that Nate Pearson has a butthole issue <laughs> and we haven't jumped on that already. And other people haven't jumped on that already. Somehow I thought is from like lifting too much and like your like back and groin areas. And okay. Shit like so maybe that. this is where it comes from. Cause like, I thought maybe a hernia is like related to the way that like people die on the toilet, you know, like people die on the toilet is that a common thing i've never heard of someone dying on the toilet didn't elvis die on the toilet <laughs> did he maybe like like i thought like they were trying like to puke out straining or like really like having like a issue like trying to trying to push something out and you strain so hard that you herniate uh your butthole and die are you suggesting that Elvis died from being so constipated and shoving a shit out so bad that he just crapped out on the toilet? Yes. <laughs> and that, that that's not known, but somehow you know it? Okay, that's listen to this. Listen to this. PBS.org. Elvis actually died a death that is quite common, albeit an embarrassing one. Elvis was sitting on the toilet, straining very hard to have a bowel movement, a maneuver that put a great amount of pressure on his heart and aorta. Thus, he likely died of a massive heart of attack and keeled over onto the floor. Boom. If you, just, if you just made that up, that was one of the cleanest uh, improvs I've ever, I've ever heard. Did you actually just read that? From PBS.org. So... How have I never heard that Elvis died on the toilet by pushing a shit out so bad that it popped his heart? <laughs> Apparently, he was constipated for four months. Four months? He had four months of shit? It's probably the packed on shit in his body was pressing against his heart. He probably had so much shit in his body that his stomach was just inflamed and it was putting pressure on his heart jesus trade deadline guys the jays are coming back home to rogers center you guys spend an awful lot of time talking about elvis trying to take a shit this um, is why i thought it might be a sports hernia or something like i don't know like i, I maybe that's just these... a cool maybe that's just like a, a better way to explain it like did elvis die on the toilet no 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 sports 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 <laughs> he was playing sports he had a he had a ball and a glove and it, definitely sports not not on the toilet uh -huh. And even if he was on the toilet, it was a break in between him playing various sports. Uh, apparently, a little a tweet update here from Mark Feinstein, as if this is a live show and people haven't heard all this information <laughs> and like it's already panned out. But <laughs> the Mets, Blue Jays, and Giants are among teams with continued interest in Trevor Story, per sources. Rockies must decide whether the offers coming in are better than the draft picks they would receive if he leaves as a free agent. Interesting, interesting. Trevor Story. What would, what would be the play there? That Simeon goes third. to third? No, no. Story goes to third. Story goes to third? Yeah, yeah. Huh. That's interesting. It's very interesting. Very and, uh, interesting. Guys that are still out there, that would be some nice gets. Kimbrell is still out there. Mm -hmm. That would be a great get. Chris Bryant is still out there. That's an interesting... Uh, piece. Uh, I don't it know. It sounds we get like something, man. It sounds like. I mean, it could be the same thing with uh, with story, but uh, I think the West Coast teams have their have their kind of are kind of keyed in on 
Chris Bryant. I feel like I haven't heard much recently with Blue Jays connected to Bryant, and and I feel like Kimbrel's kind of like we've kind of fallen out of the the Kimbrel race at this point. And I, I feel kind of okay with it. I know last episode we were both like Kimbrel, Kimbrel or nothing. It's all Kimbrel. But. Well, I thought less of that when I thought uh, Pearson was coming back into the bullpen. Right. Not that I think Nate Pearson is going to just jump into the bullpen and be Craig Kimbrel, but it's something. And it's like flamethrower uh, in, the, in the bullpen. But now, I mean, you have Brad Hand and, you know, it's something. It's all something. And speaking of West Coast teams, the Dodgers. Fuck the Dodgers, man. The Dodgers, I don't think this is official yet, but I'm sure this will be official by the time anyone listens to this. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Dodgers get Trey Turner and Max Scherzer. (laughs) Yeah. What an embarrassment of riches that team has. And I know they lost Trevor Bauer and they lose Trevor Bauer. They basically kicked him off the team and fair enough. Um, But they get Max Scherzer and like probably, you know, outside of Bo Bichette, Probably my favorite shortstop in baseball, Trey Turner. He's going to play second base for the Dodgers. I love Trey Turner, man. I feel like you're forgetting someone, him. though. To be honest, I don't. I don't feel like he's your second favorite shortstop. Who's my second favorite shortstop? I don't know. There's a guy on the Padres that I feel like you're pretty into. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Fernando. So then, okay, Fernando. So Okay, you're you're right. This is my new list. Fernando one, Trey Turner two, whoa, Bo whoa. three. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Bring it back because Bo's my favorite second baseman. No, whoa. no, no, no. <clears throat> Forget about Fernando. Don't call me out on live live radio like that, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, Scherzer. Turner. I also I gotta say this about the Padres. Enough is enough, guys. Like you don't need Barrios. How many fucking elite pitchers have the Padres gotten in the last two years? Trade deadlines of the offseason. Like I feel like every single time there's any big pitcher, it's like the Padres got them. And where did they go? How do they have any room for these elite pitchers anymore? I like list them off for me. Like they got fucking. Who did they get? They got the best they pitcher last. Snell, Blake Snell, Blake, you Darvish. You Joe Darvish? Darvish Musgrove. was like winning the fucking Cy Young last season. They got him. <laughs> Musgrove, they got, they, they already had good pitchers. They had fucking, I mean, Pat kind of fell off, but he was going to be a big dude. Like, what is their rotation? How can they fit in Barrios just, or Scherzer? They're trying to get all these guys. It's interesting to think of if the Blue Jays. We have nobody. Have, we have fucking nothing. Give it to us. Uh, it would be interesting to think of how this trade deadline would be if after the trade, uh, after the all-star game break that the Blue Jays swept the Red Sox and then won the next series and then swept the Red Sox again. Like how willing how, would that change the, the bidding war for a guy like Barrios? Like, are they being a little bit maybe more cautious on what they would give up for a guy like that based on, how they've played or do you think that that matters at all to them right now i don't know man like at this point it's hard to say i think when you have when you have control right like when it's not just this season when it's on a rental i feel like they start i feel like how how far back we are right now doesn't really matter i mean it does to some extent but i mean 
it just really feels like again we've been saying this since the beginning of the season like it, it there's still a lot of baseball left there's still a ton of baseball left and we've got the third easiest schedule apparently we've got an insane <laughs> run differential i know that's the the most over fucking talked topic in blue jays uh talk radio and you see it again what look at last night you know save some of it can we can we just figure out how to how to consistently put up four or five runs instead of putting up 14 one night and one or zero the next like that was the thing i was thinking about last night when i was walking home from work and i was thinking you know there's so much stuff on the bullpen and the bullpen you know has not been great the bullpen's blown so many games the bullpen's blown a bunch of games against the red Sox themselves but i was thinking you know, they, they have a kind of offense that can bail a bullpen out. And then sometimes that offense goes off, scores 15 runs, 18 runs, 13 runs. And then there's games where they just go cold and then the pressure relies on the bullpen and then the bullpen craps out. And it's almost like, it's just like, it's not necessarily, oh, their bullpen's bad, their offense is cold. It's like, they just, they haven't quite figured out how to win. Mm. They have all the pieces to a degree. I mean, yes, they need bullpen help and they got some yesterday, but they just haven't figured out how to, and I think they're learning and I think that they'll get there. And I think that all of these, these series that, you know, they've come up short are, are teaching them something. They're teaching the front office something, but they just need that flow, you know, not to get too philosophical about it, but their team needs that flow where the pieces are working together as opposed to one night this one night that because baseball is very like departmental you know there's the bullpen there's the starting pitchers there's the starting um offensive players you know there it is kind of like a fragmented thing already but those those things need to have flow and help each other out and pick one up when one isn't working and when the other one is and you know that's that's one thing that i feel that the red Sox have in spades is like a really good flow Mm-hmm. Well, they've won a World Series, and a bunch of yeah. those dudes are 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 still around, mm-hmm. and they cheat. So <laughs> <laughs> it's they just rely on the cheat codes that they've got, and they're not too worried ever. But you know, it's, it's I I do hear what you're saying, and I think it's really interesting, and I've been thinking a lot about it, and you know, it could be way off base, but I think some of that is going to start to click. And 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 uh, it's going to click with Vladdy, and I do think that Vladdy is the biggest part of that because I still have this feeling like Vladdy tries too hard at some points, you know. And there's going to be a time in his life when he's not <laughs> 22 years old or 23 years old, however <clears throat> old he is, 23, right? Yeah. Um, and we're down by three runs. And he he thinks I've got to I've got to hit a home run or I've got to hit a I've got to lay something and you can see him, you know that first pitch curveball comes in in the dirt and he whiffs on it and you're fucking he's like fuck and you know he takes a, a a ten step walk out of the box and circles around like there is an element to him that I feel like is still feels like the world is on his shoulders and and he needs to 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 push in order to to bring the team back and there's going to be a point in time where there is going to be nothing that phases Vladdy and the carefree like ease like that that mindset everything's going to disappear and it's just going to be impossible 
to to phase him. You know what I mean? And it's just going to be his his tempo. His and it's not going to matter what the score is. Do you know what I mean? I feel like there's an element of that, and I feel like no, that I, seeps I totally into the rest agree. of the team. And I think that that's why sometimes people say something like, you know, it's possible this is Vladdy's best season, and we just assume that it's the norm, or we 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 don't really know. We're just sort of assuming that he's hit this level now, and that he'll always keep at it. But we may be witnessing the best season that he's that he's ever going to have. <clears throat> and I would say, you know, barring injury, mm-hmm. then it's because of things like that where you're like, no, there's still another level for this guy to hit because. When you think about the way he was in his first couple of seasons, it was it felt like a mental thing, you know. And the weight thing, yes, sure, but that adds to it being a mental thing. And then for some reason, because he drops that weight and he changes his mindset, and you know, maybe he puts in a little bit more discipline into his life, he he becomes the Vladdy that we all wanted to see and that we love. But there's still that little that mental thing in him that you feel gets in his way sometimes where, yeah, he's trying too hard or he goes out of the zone or he's trying to be the the guy, the dude. He is the guy. He is the dude. And it's just going to, there's going to be little parts of his game that need developing for the rest of his career. And that's just one of them. And so when that happens, holy shit, mm-hmm. like what will we even be witnessing at that point when he figures that out? It's going to be incredible. It already is incredible. But to think that there's another level that he can hit, he's only 22. Yeah. And he has had some clutch hits and he's had some clutch home runs or like, you know, I mean, like ninth inning tying the game or something with a dinger, you know, that has happened. But, you know, we've watched a lot of games where you feel the pressure and you feel him pressing. One thing that we haven't talked about, you know, the the, the Jays have changed their lineup since the last time we recorded Holy and shit, we haven't talked about that. We haven't That's talked crazy. about that. And personally, I love the change. And uh, it's something I thought about for a while, but I've always been kind of afraid to tinker with. But I, I want to know what you think about Bobachette <laughs> hitting cleanup because I am obsessed with it. I think it's... Uh... You know, initially I wasn't too sure, but when I saw the results from, you know, it felt like something got unlocked with Springer, whatever that is, maybe it's just, you know, perfect timing, coincidence, whatever. But, you know, he's been hitting like kind of old George Springer for the last like little while here. And I was wondering about Boba like, and about like what that might do to him. But some of the things that I heard the organization saying about Bo's clutch factor. Yeah. That's why I brought it up. Because I also, but then like that could be in some world, something you just say to a guy to make them feel better. Like you say, Hey man, like we think you're so clutch. We're going to drop you down two slots in this order because you're a clutch. And then you could be like, I'm, I'm, I'm clutch. Oh, it feels bad, but they're calling me clutch, but he really is. And I also wonder his dad was a cleanup hitter Mm -hmm. and he's got that sort of DNA in him. And, and we think about cleanup so much differently than we do, than we did like 10 years ago. Like the fact that this is even like something that we talk about almost as like a demotion to some degree is, is such a change in, in baseball. But yeah, long, long, long answer to your question is I like Bo Bichette in the cleanup spot. And I don't, and initially I was thinking it was temporary, but I don't think it is. I think that he should stay there. Yeah. The, there's just something about him and you know i think we we may have done an episode last season going all the way back to him versus chapman 
you know, and at that point, you know, Vladdy wasn't Vladdy, but it was still like, this is who you want in the ninth inning. For me, even still at this point, like when we need a hit, when you need just like someone gutting it out somehow, some way, 10 pitches in, shooting it the other way, hitting a like a swinging bunt and legging it out because he is super fast, just like finding a way to get on the base or get the hit, whether it's driving it the other way and, you know, or blooping it somehow, some way. I do feel like there is this element of, of Bo's clutchness. And um, go ahead. I was just going to say that that's not necessary. Like, I, I agree with everything you're saying, but that doesn't necessarily dictate that he hits fourth. Like, he could hit second with that same trait. Like, sure. it, it just depends on if he comes up in those, in those moments. I think it's crazy for me. And I, I don't, maybe this is like a weird thing to say, but I feel like. Bo, and and that, this is totally a weird thing to say. I feel like he's not having a great offensive season. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like when you think about the season that he's had, you sort of are like, it never really got going for him. Like, he hasn't found that. Like, and that's just how good he is. He's batting 296 <laughs> with an 830 OPS. He's got like what, 18 or 19 home runs. Second in hits to Vladdy. That's how good he is, though. Yes. And so, you know, hit him fourth, hit him third. Like maybe they don't re-sign Simeon. Maybe Bo hits third next year. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But it'd be such an interesting thing to try to uh, put a lineup together if you got Trevor's story, though. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, So I, and I hear what you're saying, the clutch thing, but then like, that's the thing that I battle with, with it is like, what, what does that mean? Like, why is fourth the clutch spot? I just feel like... I don't know. I just, there's so many games where I do feel like it is your cleanup hitter that comes up in the ninth because your best hitters, your other best hitters, have found a way on base. How Vladdy or George have gotten onto base, one's at second, one's at first, and you need a hit to keep this game going. Maybe it isn't, again, like I said, maybe it's not a, a, a gap to the power alley or something. You know what I mean? Like it's not like a drive necessarily, but there is just a dude who can get in a run. I feel like he is an RBI guy to yeah, some yeah. extent. I, yeah, for sure. I, I do think that that's where, like where his clutchness manifests is being able to drive in a run. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, have you done the thing yet uh, since they did the lineup change where in your mind you get it fucked up and like Simeon will be at the plate and then you think that it's the top of the order again, yes. but then you realize that Springer and Vlad have already hit and you're like, Oh wait, Oh fuck. Oh no. It's only going to get, Oh, progressively worse yeah Simeon is still the guy that you're like is this is this where he's supposed to be but then at the same time it's like it feels like it diminished him more than anyone else despite the fact that you would have imagined that Bo would have maybe rather have been third yeah putting Simeon third almost felt like they had to do that just to keep the chemistry from moving him from leadoff because Simeon did say that it would take him a while to adjust to that. Like mm-hmm. he was on the record and saying something like that, which yes. is sort of like a weird thing to say. I find like there's no need to say that unless you're trying to make a point about something. Um, but it's like uh, batting third is like such like if you're a major league third hitter, you're one of the best hitters in all of baseball. Yeah, on any team. Yeah, which he has been this season. 
Yeah, totally. But it does feel like more of a demotion for him than anybody else in some weird way, I guess. Yeah. I think I, I just know. said that about Bo, so now I'm saying it about him. Yeah. <clears throat> um, lost my train of thought, Jacob. It's all right. We're at 12.10 here. We got three hours and 50 minutes to the deadline and 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 those of you listening right now being like why why are they doing this episode right now well we're go- as we mentioned we're going to the game tonight yeah you know we couldn't we couldn't <clears throat> fire it up at four we're gonna be we're gonna be drinking yeah we'll be like too drunk to go to the game by four yeah so deal so- with it now, everybody listening to this, you can just feel good that you know more than we do. You know the truth of what happens. You know our future and what it brings. And hopefully, that's a really exciting energy going into the game tonight when we know that we got Jose, Jose, Jose Burrio. Jose, 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 Jose. Um, Oh, yeah, we can do that again. We could do that again. One thing I was thinking, too, like I texted you last night. Isn't it crazy how many deals have happened before the deadline this year? Like this whole week, I feel like it's been non... Like I've been refreshing Twitter and like following moves for like four days now. The way that I feel like normally it's all just today, like these hours right now where it gets crazy. But this is this has been an odd deadline to me. I don't know. Will you be super disappointed if the Jays don't make any other big move? Mm, yes. Yeah. Given how, how, how much discussion there is about how we're in on all of the biggest guys remaining right now, or, or a bunch of them, like any, I, I, would, I would feel like we lost because we're trying to get someone. Yeah, I, it would feel that way in a way, but the, I guess some silver lining would be in the fact that Nate Pearson is coming to the bullpen. And that the bullpen, if everybody wants to say the bullpen is the biggest problem, and, you know, it is, but getting Brad Hand and then bringing Nate Pearson up to the bullpen, who has proven to be an elite reliever in a Once? playoff situation. Well, it doesn't matter. It was very elite, though. It was striking out five of six. Yeah, sure. Sure. But like, well, what else can you s- go on? What else can you go on? You can't go on anything else. You're you not can go on, go on his the first start, not a starting of a start. No, not no, not Why his not? starter numbers because that's different. He's obviously just not good at that. Well, he's not good at not getting sports or any is. Well, to be fair, he's 25 and he got one sports hernia. So he was sports hernia free for 24 years. So he's actually very, he's elite at not getting sports hernias. The way they talk about it, it's like he's had a sports hernia his whole life and they just finally figured it out. <laughs> Oh, well, how young was he when he started sportsing? I don't know, but he's, he's done to me, you know? I feel like, let's get him out of here. Let's get someone else. Because he's damaged goods? Yeah. <laughs> so then why would a team take him? Why would the Twins be like, oh, I'll take that bag of broken glass? Because, Thank you. Because other teams don't um, play with their don't heart re- the way that we do. You know what I mean? What, they, what you're saying is not your heart. You're saying he's like a legitimately flawed. No, I'm piece. not. I'm saying uh, my head says 
He, he was a guy who's injured and has some of the best stuff of any young pitcher in the league and in the minor leagues and uh, came up and had a rough go and worked through, has been working through some odd injuries for the past little while. And uh, his image has been uh, damaged, but he's still probably going to be in the next five or six years has potential to be a, an, an ace and a, a you know, a guy in the Cy Young conversation at some point in, of his prime. Do you believe that? Yeah. You believe that Nate Pearson at some point in his career will be battling for a Cy Young? Well, I thought that before. Before him. I know, but I'm asking you now. Do you believe that now? Because, you know. I think that there's, there's a definitely a, a definite possibility of that. I don't think you can t- rule that off the table any more than you can that, that he's not going to be that good. Hmm. I just think that the argument has to be more than that to sell him to a team. Like the maybe, maybe, maybe he'll be good. Maybe we don't know. Well, because Bar- he throws a hundred sometimes. Does he? Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen one on one. Have you? I've seen it maybe once or twice. Yeah. And he's had a hernia. Well, apparently, you used to just say he's had a hernia since he was a toddler. You, you just said that when they were putting his diaper on, that they had to like get a bigger size to wrap it around the hernia that he had when he was sportsing as a toddler. Uh-huh. Okay, Ken. Oh, shit. Ken Rosenthal, one minute ago. Burrios trade likely. Sources tell Athletic Blue Jays appear leading option. Whoa, That's Rosenthal. shit. Oh my God! Are we just gonna kill time for a minute here? Like I don't even know what to talk about. Blue Jays discussing Nate Pearson and Perillo's deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Toronto Pearson is Toronto's fourth best prospect in the latest top one hundred. Slid down at number fifty-five was top prospect and was fifteen in baseball before twenty twenty-one. So he's still even viewed by guys who know what they're talking about, but still have to, you know regard what has happened still top 100 still 55 in the top 100 you know have we seen have we seen i'm sure in the scherzer and turner deal there's top 100 dudes moving around but uh there's just way more players too it's not one one and i i'm telling you right now this is not going to be one one it's not going to be pearson for burrios Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anybody out there who knows the truth, because this has come out, and you're probably like, oh, he fucked up again. It was 1-1. Pearson <laughs> for Perillos. <laughs> I got to tell you, uh, if anybody remembers me saying there's going to be five dudes with an 850 OPS, oh, shit, I've gotten close lately. I had it. I had Springer, Vladdy, Simeon, and then Teoscar was like 22 off, and Bo was like 30 off. Oh, man, it was close. I'm going to get that, Jacob, and I'm going to throw that in your face. You, you told me that would never happen. I am going to I am gonna be... It's going to happen tonight, probably, because they're going to trash this Kansas City Royals, this dumpy Royals team with their dumpy pitcher, and we're going to look up at that scoreboard under the Toronto sky, me with my Vladdy jersey on, you with your short sandals jersey and mustard all over your face, <laughs> and you're going to look up and see five eight fifties and then that's when the over on your tears will come that will be your fifth cry of the night and i will have won that too mm-hmm. okay well i'm I, look i want it to be that way <laughs> i 
I don't <laughs> like I never like was like I don't want fuck you Dave in your stupid take like that's never going to happen because well, I mean it's complicated for you because you want that to happen but you also want me to fail so it's there's you know, it's not com- look I've got plenty of failure for me to dance around uh, of your failure grave that I can just love your grave <laughs> You know, I can still, I still daily probably think of of you thinking that Bo is going to steal nineteen bags in sixty. It wasn't that I thought that? Okay, like we came up with a specific thing, and I just thought, you know, Bo missed half the year, so who knows what he would have done? And he was a leg injury, so it's not like he was going to come back from that injury and just start swiping bags. He's swiping bags this year. He's probably got nineteen steals this year. Close. I don't know. Mm, I don't think so. I think it's more like 13 or, or 11. Mm, I don't think so. I think, I, you're dead wrong about I think that. he'll probably end the season with uh, 20-ish. And, you know, they say or someone was saying that he might be able to run a bit more now with uh, Teoscar coming up behind him. He's got him. 15 steals, Jacob. All right. So you, I said 13. You said 19. I'm a little closer. You want to know, you know uh, Bo is a career 300 hitter. That's a crazy thing to think about when you think about how hard he swings and how wild he swings and how much he strikes out. Bo Bichette is the second best shortstop in Major League Baseball, in my opinion. He's the second best offensive shortstop in Major League Baseball. Sure. But like, as a whole, I'm taking him second if I can choose shortstops. Right now, if I'm building a team... You you get first pick. You take Tatis. I get. I'm second on the clock. I'm looking around. Mm, do I want? Do I want Trey Turner? Oh, he's no. Uh, that would be a ridiculous thing to take Trey Turner. Both like 23. Boom. Trey Turner's 28. But okay, so you got one season. You got this season. Are you taking Trey Turner? Or are you taking Bobo? No, man. Bo Bo is going to be a champion in his life. Mm-hmm. Trey Turner already has been, so he's old news. Kick him to the curb, even though I just said how much I love him, which I do. But you can't look like the Jays are family. He, I'm going to take Bo any day. I, I would arguably, I can't say that. No, I would take Tatis over Bo. That would be a tough departure, though. If he were terrible saying goodbye to Bo. Yep. Okay, nine seconds ago, John Heyman. Jays are continuing to make a big push for Barrios. Many others are showing interest, including the Scherzer also rands, but Toronto has been consistently in. This is this is a lot of talk. This is a lot of different people saying we're here in Toronto. It looks like looks like Toronto's making a push here. We wanna we wanna be the first people twiddling our fucking Twitter thumbs about this, and I want I want to look good here because it looks like it's gonna be Toronto. But buckle up. We're getting him, man. He's ours. He's ours. We are fucking getting him. And these Jays are going to come into the Rogers Center. Oh and it's just going to be like, boom. And we'll be like, oh, my God. We didn't realize the effect that being away from home had. And like how good of a team this actually. They're such a good team that they are still in a playoff race, even though they've been like moving around all year playing in dumpy minor league parks. Jose Barrios is going to be a Blue Jay. I get, are we, we're going to leave this cliffhanger for this episode. We can't just sit around waiting to see if this is going to happen. We're going to leave this. It's going to be like, what happened on the next episode? Is he a Blue Jay or isn't he a Blue Jay? He's a Blue Jay. He is going to be chucking in a Blue Jays uniform within the next 
four or five days. If we can get past a wild card, think about like I'm starting to feel pretty good about a three game uh series or not a three game series but you know what i mean like you know it's yeah, usually know. three or four starters that you kind of use in the playoffs and the rest mm-hmm. come in kind of long men relievers kind of come in after your starter but boom barrios ray ryu as your so three you said, main guy i'm not saying not not in a, that specific order i'm just saying like you're well, starting to feel like you got a fucking rotation for this the playoffs. is my question on the on the last episode or maybe two episodes ago i asked you who starts a one game wild card for you and you without hesitation said robbie ray but now i'm going to throw barrios into the mix and ask you the same question <sighs> oh man like let me can i look at barrios's numbers i feel like he had a slow start and like people are like oh jose barrios maybe not so great but i'm pretty sure i've been hearing that he's been like lights out for the last little while What's 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 he looking like? Uh, well, he's a three point four eight ERA. Okay, uh, he's like a one one seven WAR. His ERA plus is one twenty, so he's you know twenty percent above average pitcher. So I mean, those aren't mind blowing numbers. It certainly wouldn't surprise anybody if you know Nate Pearson was a starter and he hit these numbers. Um, but he's got. Yeah, like electric elite strikeout stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he's had over 200 strikeouts in a season and then gotten real close to 200 strikeouts in a season. Um, so it sounds to me like right now him and, and Robbie are probably comparable, right? One's coming from the left, one's coming from the right. So you're looking at the lineup, you're well, thinking the about... the difference between Barrios, he's got nasty breaking stuff, like fucking nasty breaking stuff. Robbie Ray has got a, a unhittable fastball for some reason, unless you're going to go deep on it, and sort of like a, a slider that seems to act more like a changeup, where Barrios has got crazy break to like curveball, slider, changeup, fastball. Um, by the way, Robbie last start was mixing in the change a bit more, throwing in a curveball here and there, and it was, it was working. It was, but he's walking more people now. And I think that was the issue with him. Right. That's why he went fastball slider. Cause he's like, oh, I can throw those strikes all the time. Well, he's still what went seven innings, one, one run. Six. Mm, I'm six thinking of a in, different start then. It was the last one against the, uh, uh against the. The fucking Red Sox. Here we are. Here we are looking like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking like assholes, not knowing what we're talking about, but... Um, what yeah, three, yeah you're, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Six innings pitch, five hits, eight strikeouts, but three walks. Three walks is... I mean, fuck. 3-0-4, yeah, right? Man, he's got to start that wild card game. I think so. I think so. And... And I'm cool with that. It's gonna there's gonna be a bunch of people saying, "What the fuck? We got this guy. The deadline. It's Walker all over again." Um, but I mean, Robbie Ray has been the man this year. Yeah, he and has. and sometimes you gotta you gotta ride or die with the with with the guy that get you there. Then, uh, oh, what is uh, then Barrios can do the PJ Tucker uh, celebration speech. Um, for the for the bucks did you see that he's like they told me i had to come here and be a dog we got dogs they got 
dogs. And that's going to be Barrios talking about Ray. <laughs> you love the idea of Barrios too, fitting in with this team with the fucking Barrio, La Gente de Barrio. You know, another Puerto Rican guy, another la- Latino dude mixing in with this team. Like, man, it looks fun. You see the jacket they got going now? I just got a, I didn't see the jacket, but I just got a thing saying, Blue, oh, this must be what you just read. The Blue Jays are the leading option to land twin starter. Yeah, man. It's done, man. He's ours. Calling it. So they, they you know how they had that poster up in, uh, in Buffalo, La Gente del Barrio. They got all the countries of where all oh, the players yeah, yeah, come. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I so remember they had that. A, I know, I know they had that poster about. up. Now they have a jacket. It's got a Blue Jays logo on it. They got all of the, it's got the Barrio on it. It's like a suit jacket, like a green fucking golf jacket, except for it's blue. And now when someone hits a home run, last night they put it on Vladdy. And he's got it in the dugout. They've got their own fucking home run celebration now. And it's the Gente del Barrio jacket. It's awesome. It must be a big fucking jacket. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's it's got wide shoulders. (laughs) Can't wait till Espinal throws that on. What do you think of my jacket? (laughs) Where did he go? Uh, okay, let's 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 wrap this up so we can uh, get this out before we start getting going to this game. Uh, here we go, everybody. This is the this is the beginning of the push to the playoffs. Get excited! If you're not excited, maybe you're not into baseball. Mm-hmm. Should we? And we will. And we can discuss this after. But should we put out like a 20 minute tomorrow morning of just like recapping what the experience was like? Oh, yeah, at the game, that. yeah, you know, let let the let the fans hear our, our experience and get an mm-hmm. inside look and underdog kind of look of what happened tonight, last yeah. night. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, special episode tomorrow where we'll uh, apologize for at least five things that we've said in this episode, and we will correct at least four things that we have said in this episode. So don't be too upset because we're gonna take care of it all tomorrow after the Blue Jays coming home oh my god look we turned off the fucking mics we turned off the fucking mics and it goes live we just i just had to turn it back on just had to hit record again so that we can so that we can we're, we're reeling right now we've just seen we just seen that simeon woods richardson and potentially austin martin it looks like it's austin martin woods richardson has been sent to the twins for jose barrios uh, oh my Twitter god, that's is so lighting up right now. That is a huge package, man. The twins crushed that deal. Oh my god. Oh my god, Austin yeah, Martin. Ju- I told you, man, like the bidding war must have got crazy. It oh. must have got fucking crazy between like the Yankees and oh my god. When they I was sick when you even said Woods Richardson, and then when you told me Austin Martin is also in that deal. Blue Jays number two and number four in a package for Barrios. Oh my God. This now I feel a little sick. You know, I, I, I got attached to, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't care so much about Woods Richardson. Like I was hyped about him, but you know, it was a, it was a, it was a trade thing for this, for Stroman and, and he's still a little ways off, but Austin Martin, man, that feels that stings a little bit. It does sting a little bit. That's the uh, 
I'm surprised that they had to give both of those guys to get Barrios. Yeah. Holy fuck. Jesus Christ, man. Like, I... I wanted Groshans gone. Like uh, we couldn't, we couldn't, couldn't get Jordan Groshans in, uh, instead. Like, what were other teams offering? Oh my god, man, that feels such. Like you don't usually see the, that kind of a deal have to be made at the day, and it's not like Brios is like a, a controllable Max Scherzer or a year Jacob and a De- half Jacob Degrom or something like that. It's a year and a half for a guy who's good. Like, like, like can strike people out, but lets up some runs. Ugh. All right. It's fine, though. It's fine. Because it's all about this year, because we don't know what happens in the future. We don't know if the baseball goes on strike next year, Jacob. We don't know if we're ever seeing baseball again after 2021. So we are going in to get to the playoffs. The run starts tonight. Hey, hey, Stripling? Matsy, one of you guys are your. This is your last time through the rotation. I hope you know that. Ooh, this is a complicated feeling, and uh, you know, I think over time, I think we're going to start to like it. I just need Maybe, somebody. I just need Jeff Blair to tell me why I like this. Do they keep going at this point? Like you're kind of you're kind of pushing a lot of chips in. We don't have anything left of value to give anyone. We have tons of value left, man. But <laughs> no. two, two and four are gone. Oh my god! Okay, well, uh, let's let's. I mean, we we spent a whole episode saying how 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 excited we were, how good we were feeling about getting Barrios, but uh, the 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 package is 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 leaving us feeling a little bit nervous. Yeah. Um. But the run starts now. The playoffs are coming. We had we had to make a push. You know, the Yankees, they're they're a half game ahead of us. But we got some dudes that can strike out. I mean, they. Yeah, I think Barrios has to strike out. No, I don't think he has to have a crazy start. I think he just has first start as a Blue Jay has to strike out twenty guys. I will say that there had been a lot of talk in the last month that Austin Martin had kind of. Fucked up his swing. That, that he, <laughs> don't don't he even have, try, Jacob. Don't he didn't try look this. like he had power anymore, and that that he was going to be a contact kind of soft contact guy, high on base kind of dude, and not a bunch of power. Um, so maybe there's that. You know, like uh, let's just think. We you know we got a center fielder. We've got a shortstop. We'll see what happens with with Simeon if he comes back at second base. You know, we got we got Martinez, we got uh, Groshans, dudes that can come up and kind of fill out the infield. So you know, Dude, you saw Austin Martin's hair and mustache. You know what it looks like. Don't play this game. He's right up our alley for a guy that we're gonna like, and it's gonna sting. That hair, that mustache, that demeanor. Come on. Come he was on, Captain Jake. Jack Sparrow in a in a Jays uniform. Yeah, yeah, he was. <sighs> He's really, really attractive. Um, he had some sweet swag, you know. But we got we got we got Bo Bichette, you know. We got we got dudes. We got Jose Barrios joining the Hedita Barrio. Oh my God.
Okay. Um, tonight's gonna be lit. We're we're gonna we're gonna go to the game. We're gonna be amongst the people. We're gonna get the Delta variant. Um. <laughs> okay, guys, this is the line you stand in to get the Delta variant. <laughs> Just make out with Jimmy here. All right, Jacob. Let's uh let's talk about it tomorrow when we can be so hungover that we don't even want to speak. Good idea. Bye.